All right, we are live. Barstool units coming from the Barstool office. I'm Coach Doug's with me as always, Frank Fleming. Frank, I'm here. We are doing the units episode. It is under protest um, after what you did to me this weekend, but the show must go on. I just want to let it be known it is under protest right now, and we'll get into it. Um, and I am going to ask you this. I don't care about the answer, but I'm going to ask because we do, we start the show off every time. How you doing, Frank? Next season's going to hell. Starling Marte's out. Uh, they're going to get swept in Atlanta, if they even play in Atlanta. The hurricane might uh, rain the series out. Uh, then they have to play the Padres, and they never beat the Padres. I, I mean, you Darvish, I think, has a 78 consecutive ending, uh, scoreless inning streak against the Mets. Hmm. And uh, no, yesterday, is that a is that a real fact or is that a Frank fact? Yesterday in San Diego, they were actually celebrating, knowing that they're going to play the uh, Padres, as the uh, Nationals uh, and uh, Marlins both wore T-shirts, uh, proclaiming themselves. Uh, they're both both wearing the classic "Pain for the Mets, Champagne for the Braves" T-shirts, mm-hmm. which is and, the uh, same shirts they wore in two thousand seven. Except in the Braves, it was uh, champagne for the Phillies. Gotcha. So, so it's not necessarily that everyone is Braves fans. They just all hate the Mets. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, and then Buster only sent his daughter out to jinx the Mets with that creepy smile. Oh, okay. Hold on. So you do believe in jinxes or no? I do believe in jinxes, yes. And, okay. Uh, and that, that, so it's not a matter of you don't believe in them. You just don't have any betters etiquette. Well, yeah. Now I'm going to say this. Well, well, let's get into it. Let let's let let's 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 preface this. So, this past weekend, uh, we were in Hoboken, not on the live stream, uh, because yeah, that didn't that didn't go too well. I I, I assumed they were going to be in uh, Hoboken. I guess it, you know it, you know, it, you know what happens when you uh, yeah, and that's my fault because I assumed no, no, no Frank. I will take responsibility for this because I did not confirm with what you were saying. That is a lesson I need to learn. So I am taking responsibility for this. You believed that the live stream was going to be in Hoboken because someone or some people who you will not name for some reason you believe we're talking about being in Hoboken for the live stream. Yeah, I could have sworn it on the, the previous Sunday that they said that next week we'll be able to, to live bet in Hoboken. And when you say they, who is they? Uh, just general chatter. I don't know if Big Cat said it necessarily, but uh, people in the oh. back. Okay, so in general chatter, you heard somebody say Hoboken a week prior, and therefore you thought that we would be live streaming in Hoboken and, and you did not confirm it with anyone. I did not confirm it. You see, that's the problem. Uh, you, you know, I assumed. And you know what happens when you assume? You, you are usually wrong. No, I make an ass out of you and me. See, and that's where, I, that's where I'm going to draw the line because, and this is where I'm going to take responsibility. I should know by now that you assume so many things that just are not the case, that it's my fault. It's my fault that I did not confirm with you or ask you to confirm that we were in Hoboken. 
uh, or that we were going to be live streaming Hoboken. So that that's on me. I'll take responsibility for that. Uh, so anyway, we're in Hoboken. Um, we have six TVs on, all different games. Uh, top left corner, Chiefs, Colts. Uh, believe the line was five and a half in uh, in the Colts' favor. So Colts were plus five and a half. I had Chiefs minus five and a half. The Chiefs were winning, but only 14 to 10. So they were not covering. They were driving down the field. They were looking like they were going to score another touchdown. And at that point, Frank decided to blurt out in anger or frustration about some other game that I was going to win all of my picks. My picks were all going to win. Um, There was no doubt about it whatsoever. And when I told him, I told Frank, listen, Frank, look at this game. They're not even covering right now. He brushed it off and said, yeah, well, they're going to. They're about to score. So just an overall total, no excuses whatsoever, jinx. And so now he's now that's my argument. That's that's what happened. Frank is going to bring up some kind of counterpoint that I don't believe uh, matters. But anyway, um, but it's just it's hard to hear. It's hard to know that happened. And then also hear you say you believe in jinxes. So it's no it's not a matter of you don't believe in jinxes. It's that you do believe in jinxes and you purposely did that to me. Well, here's my defense, please. I was focusing on the Dolphin game, which was on the upper right screen, because it was the only screen that I could figure out how to get the volume on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I got that screen on. And I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. And yeah, you point out to me, hey, did you see what Matt Ryan just did? And it was like his dirt fumble of the game. And I went, well, there you go. You're going to cover all your bets. You're good. And I was kind of frustrated on, uh, on uh, I'll make this, I was kind of frustrated on Saturday's games. That, uh, that, I, that I was sure that uh, Tennessee and uh, Florida were going to go hit the under. And, and especially when it was 3-0 after the first quarter. And then Rutgers just shit the bed. And you got the under in that one, or the over in that one, I should say, based on Rutgers giving up a pair of defensive touchdowns and a ball hitting off the crossbar and, like, rolling around the crossbar to go in. Okay. So So I was a little frustrated after Saturday's results. Okay. So a remark and then a follow-up. one, so you're saying you did it on purpose because you were frustrated that I won bets on Saturday, so you purposely jinxed me on Sunday? I didn't purposely jinx you. I just – I literally thought you were going to win those games. Yeah, but you said it. There's a difference between thinking I'm going to win them and purposely stating it out loud, well, you're going to win all your picks, mm-hmm. and then when I and then when I show you, like, hey, Frank, they're not even covering, you double down – and said, yeah, well, they're going to score. They're well, about Matt to Ryan, score. Matt Ryan had three fumbles, and, and, well, it, and, and so you're the one that actually pointed out to me that he had three fumbles, and I didn't even focus on that, and I said, well, there you go. Let's, let, let's talk about that because I don't have the timeline in front of me of the game, but
but I'm very confident that Matt Ryan at that point had not had three fumbles. And also it doesn't make sense that I would point out a Matt Ryan fumble that had just occurred if the Chiefs were driving down the field. It, the timeline there just doesn't work out. And I believe if, if we had a timeline of the game that Matt Ryan had not fumbled the ball three times at that point. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You are, you are misremembering what happened and but, it may, and it might be because you were, and it might be because you were frustrated that I was winning picks, but that does not. Now, now, now here's a question yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. Did you point out Matt Ryan's fumbles to gloat? No. Why would I point out Matt Ryan's fumbles to gloat? The Jacksonville Jaguars shut them out 24 to nothing. But what why, why would I be gloating about a team that sucks? But you were gloating about your pick because, because no, was, that was that. I mean, this is the first time we really went head to head this year on a on a pick in that one. Frank, if you go back and I tweeted this, I tweeted this before the game. I said so many people because there were a lot of people who were on the Colts plus five and a half. My tweet before the game was there are so many people on Colts plus five and a half, and I just don't see it. Where in that tweet and any, mm -hmm. any, I'm, I'm so upset right now, any behavior that I've had towards picking bets in the past, do you know me as a trash talker? Do no, you, but, do but, you know me as someone who gloats? But, you, is that, that I, do I have, I, I, any, do I have I, any, do I, I have would, any pattern of behavior, Frank, do I have any pattern of behavior? That that would fall in line with. I've always seen. I've always been around gloaters. Frank, that's you're not answering the question. Frank, we talked about this over the weekend. You would be a horrible witness. You worked in a courtroom. I would hate for you to be a part of the court that I was part of because I would be locked well, in prison. Well, maybe maybe you didn't realize it came off as gloating, and I didn't come. Oh, and I, and I so don't realize it came off. So, as, it's, it's, so, it, so it's my fault. And it, and it came, and I didn't realize it came off as jinxing you when I said that. So you believe in jinxes, but you don't believe, but you don't believe what you were doing was jinxing me. No. How is that possible? Do you, do you not, do you not, do you not think that those two things are conflicting? If someone said, I believe in jinxes, but then goes out and does multiple things that are obvious jinxes. Like you don't see that those are in conflict. Well, oh, I've, I've I've tried to jinx people before, but I didn't try to jinx you on Sunday. Well, so again, so that's where that's where we are. I think we can probably move on from here. Uh, but this this I basically I've and I I think based on what you just said, I think I've made the right decision. I can no longer watch sporting events with you. <laughs> I had already cut off Mets games because, and people think that, you know, you, you play it up for the camera, but I've been sitting next to you on a couch when the Mets are up four, nothing in the seventh and Bassett gives up a double and you freak out uh, because you think that's the beginning of the end. So I, I can't, 
I've, well, I've, I've, already, I've already turned off the Mets games, but if I have a financial interest in any game, I cannot watch it with you. You are you you are whether it's intentional or not, you purposely jinx people um, who are against your bets. And I just I that's just so, not that's now not I now I now I will tell you my defense, I did actually have the Colts in that game. So I wasn't yeah. just rooting against you to root against you. I was rooting for me for the Colts to cover. Yeah, but you 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 see at that point it would be a negate, it would just be a hey, we won't say anything to each other, especially since I am not the type of person that does that. I've been around people that have done it all my whole life. Well, Frank, that's you're, you're blaming me for other. You're blaming me for other people. You're 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 bl- you're you're blaming. You're punishing me. I'm being punished for the actions of others. Do you think that's right? It's just what I've always used to. Do you think that's right that I'm being punished? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry for what I did. I didn't realize that I was jinxing you. And I'll try to. Oh, I'll do better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if you can, Frank. I don't know if you can. <laughs> just, but just, just, just be careful not to point out when you're when you're winning. I that's I we're just going to have to disagree with that and move on because we, we don't we don't. I my battery has a, a limited amount of power. Um, it can only go for a few more hours. So I think we'll have to move off of this. Topic. I mean, uh, you want to talk about real jinx. The smile lady has put the Mets into a funk. Starling Marte is out for the season. The, the division is, is, is gone. They're now tied. They got three games in Atlanta that they're surely going to lose without Starling Marte. Is Darren Ruff. I, I, Darren Ruff, I, I, I think Darren Ruff and James McCant are both sleeper agents for the Braves. And Tyler Nyquin might be too. Do you truly believe that? There's no way you can actually be a major leaguer and be as bad as Darren Ruff has been. I mean, I'm pretty sure we can find some players in those positions that have uh, – Worst statistics. I, 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 without a doubt, I think the J.D. Davis for Darren Ruff trade might go down in history as one of the 10 worst trades in a deadline deal history. J.D. Davis. I'm not familiar with that. Is he related to – are you talking about J.D. Doofus? Yeah, well, since he's gone is to that, Or is that – or no. Oh, no, his real name is J.D. Davis, but you referred to him as J.D. Doofus because you hated him as a player. Now, but now you're upset that the Mets traded him away. Well, they got they, 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 they literally tra- they traded him for a, like a hunk of shit. Uh, that's what that's what Dan Ruff is. He is a hunk of shit. Wow. So, do you are do you? Um, so, JD Davis is still not good. This guy is just worse. Like, well, yeah, well, just since going to San Francisco, J.D. Davis is batting near 300. He has seven home runs. Darren Ruff doesn't even have seven hits with the Mets. Hmm. So is it that you were wrong or did something, did it, that there was there a switch that flipped where J.D. Davis Maybe he's in a better organization now, and he feels more comfortable. Or maybe they, maybe they have better coaches. It could be that JD Davis feels more comfortable where he's at. He, better coaches, uh, better organization. Uh, hometown. You do you think that's it? That that happens sometimes. Mm. Yeah, because JD Davis actually had a good year in 2019 with the Mets, 
And last two years, it's it's been garbage. And he was only he only had the, the, like uh, three home runs for the Mets this year. He was batting two nineteen. Not a good defensive player. Yeah, I mean, but. So, well, the Mets and Braves, they're tied for first place right now. It's over. The division's over. Mets going to have to play the Padres, who they never beat. So, a week from, uh, a week from uh, Friday, the Mets are going to lose game one of the wild card, and then they're going to lose game two of the wild card. And then they're going to just be staring at a wild card banner for the next five years before they even come close to the playoffs again. So, you believe that the Mets have lost the division? Yes. So, are you not going to watch the rest of the games? I'm going to watch. Why would you watch, though, if you believe that they've already lost? Suffering and pain. It's, it's, you're, doing, you're doing it to yourself. And uh, what also hurts is Keith Hernandez. He got hurt. So they had to bring in, uh, they had to bring in Todd Zeal and uh, Jerry Blevins, who they never win with him during the booth. Jerry, Jerry, Ble- Jerry Blevins, I, I, he was a good reliever for the Mets a couple of years ago. I swear to God, he... he what was the name of that show? Uh, uh, Clarissa? That 70s show. No, Clarissa. Blossom. Clarissa it all? Mm-hmm. Remember the goofy kid brother? No. Oh, well. Jerry Blevins wears a bow tie and he looks like that kid. Mm. The problem child? Yeah, something like that. I mean, he looks really goofy and he wears a stupid bow tie all the time. The Mets need to. Keaton Hans actually tells all he's on Oregon, but Jerry Blevins is just goofy. So you believe? So you believe? You believe the Mets have already lost the division? They needed to go into Atlanta with at least a two-game lead. And they and they're going in. Well, we'll see if the games are played. But right now, as of right now, they're going in tied. Yeah, and and I think uh, we're recording this early on Wednesday, about an hour before the first pitch. Uh, I think the Mets are going to lose today, and the, and the Braves will naturally beat the Nationals. The Marlins, the, the Marlins, when they play the, the, the Mets, play it like it's Game Seven of the World Series. They play it with intensity. They play it with focus. They give the Mets everything they can. But when they play the Braves, it's like you took you talking about the Marlins team that lost like eleven to two when we were down in Miami. Yeah, well, they they they, they, they have not beaten the Braves once this year, and they've beaten the Mets like six times. But you're, you're, but we saw them. We saw the Mets beat them easily, like eleven to two. Yeah, well, not, they did, uh, yesterday, they, yesterday the Marlins crushed the Mets. They'll crush the Mets again today. So it sounds like you don't know what the outcome of the game could be, but you're still predicting a loss. Do you do you feel that if if the Mets do win the division, you're allowed to celebrate? I'll be relieved. I won't. I don't think I could celebrate. You okay? So Frank is not celebrating a Mets division win. Got it. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I I, I it really got away. And as Scott Van Pelt said, nothing is better than when the Mets choke. How? Well, yeah. When did? I'm curious. When did? Because. It's been Buster only, Buster only, Buster only. Oh no, the two of them, the two. It was Buster only and Scott Van Pelt talking, and the two no, of them. No, 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 for, for that's what I'm asking. So for a long time, it was only Buster only, but recently, in the past few weeks, maybe month or so, you've brought in Scott Van Pelt. Yes, he's he almost like, only. almost like a reliever for Buster only. 
he always brings on Bastoni. He's he, 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 Bastoni. He's always on the. That's what he's on. He's on the Sports Center show. Gotcha. So so they're they're together. Yes. What what changed? How come how come it was only Buster only? What changed like a month or two ago where you started well, talking about how he goes, you, you know it's September when the leaves start to fall and the Mets crash. Scott Van Pelt said that. Yeah. Okay, and that was a tweet? No, that's how he opened Sports Center. Okay. And see so there so there's video of that. He actually said that verbatim. Something like that. What does something like that mean, Frank? It's not verbatim, but it's 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 something around that. Something around specifically Basically, the Mets losing in the fall. Yeah, that's yeah. You you, you know it's truly September when the Mets start start to uh, start to fade away. That's that sounds different than what you said earlier. I don't know, um, but you know. We're talking about jinxes. We're talking about not celebrating. Well, I tell, tell you what the major jinx is. I, I, and I think it is actually Buster Olney's daughter, the one that's uh, sitting behind all the Met games with that stupid smile on her face. Uh, do we really have to bring kids into this, Frank? You, you hate Buster no, Olney. You, you lie about. Do we really have to talk about his she's child? No, she's 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 being paid to promote this movie that looks awful. I, you know. It's a horror movie, right? It's, it's you know it's not a horror movie. It looks like a horrible movie. As someone who's not a big fan of horror movies, I would say those those fit hand in hand usually. Um, you know, especially, I actually, especially for I actually, cheap horror movies. I actually met some uh, other people yesterday from another movie, a movie I actually will be watching called "The uh, Greatest Beer Run Ever." And I met the real life people behind it, like the producer, the director. No, the real life people that the movie's based on. Okay, the movie's based on. Yeah, I met a couple of people, like uh, the behind the scenes people for the movie, like people promoting the movie. Uh, they invited me up to talk to uh, the people from the greatest beer run ever. Uh, Michelangelo will be giving me the footage of that eventually. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the greatest beer run ever uh, was actually this guy. Uh, I heard people talking uh, shit about uh, the uh, Vietnam War, and he said he's going to go bring some beer to the to the troops. So he had his friends that were like over in Vietnam, and he was a merchant marine. So he got into Vietnam and brought beer to uh, some of his friends battling at the front lines of the Vietnam War. Hmm. And Zac Efron actually is is playing is playing this guy who was in the movie, and he had like a couple of the uh, the veterans from the uh, that, that were in, in Vietnam, and the guy was up in the booth, and I was talking to them for about fifteen minutes before the game. Yeah, and what, what did they what did they tell you? Yeah, they're just telling me about uh, what it was like going over there, why he did he went over there, just basic stuff. That uh, the story got out a few years ago, and it, like uh, like uh, the, I think the, the beer company behind it like like sponsored it, and then the movie producers got it, Peter Farrelly. Uh, directed it. It's going to be on Apple uh, TV starting uh, Friday. And did you ask them about smoking the bandit? No. Okay, so because I mean, I, I think it's understood that that is the greatest beer run ever. Yeah, but that's a movie. This is actual real life. Yeah, but this is a movie. 
Yeah, it's a movie based on it. All right. I'm just well, saying Burt Reynolds is a, a real movie. Yeah, but uh, th- th- that is actually the title of the movie, is The Greatest Beer Run Ever. No, I know. I'm just saying, listen, and then, you know, thanks for your service, but I would, you know, Burt Reynolds was a real man, you know. <laughs> but Smokey wasn't. Oh, no, Bandit wasn't. So the Dolphins and Jaguars. The Dolphins are undefeated, right? Yep. I got to say, I don't feel good about this week's game. And Dougs, let me explain myself. And it's not my usual pessimism. Oh, it's not. It's, it's different pessimism. It's not. It's not. It's not Frank's normal. Hey, everybody, let's. It is not Frank's normal pessimism. We've got some new pessimism. Yes. I think that they played an absolute brutal, just like last man standing battle against the Buffalo Bills in unforgiving heat in Miami on Sunday. And now they're playing Thursday night. I don't like Thursday night. I'm going to tell you that. I don't like Thursday night football. I, would, I wish the NFL would go to a system where there is two bye weeks for every team and that every team that played on Thursday night must have a bye week prior to playing on Thursday night football. I don't like playing Sunday and then playing Thursday, especially after you play a tough divisional battle against a great team like the Buffalo Bills. So you don't think that you don't think the Dolphins are good enough to play a game within five days? I think that uh, – no, I think uh, – I mean, if you give me uh, – I, I, I would feel a lot better if the game was Sunday. Yeah. I um, mean, I mean I, if, if it was reversed and the Dolphins – More time would also be better. Yeah, and, and if the Dolphins played, like, played an easy game like the uh, Bengals against the Jets, I mean, plus – I mean, uh, the last I looked, there was uh, a storm brewing around uh, Florida uh, that came through Miami yesterday. So that took it away a day of practice, probably it affected practice somewhat. So we're talking, we're talking, playing a brutal, just like, just like slugfest. And, and and the Dolphins, you know, their defense was on the field for 40 minutes in that game, and somehow they won the game. The Bills ran out of timeout. The Dolphins overcame a butt punt. Uh, the Bills maybe made a few mistakes at the end of the game. At the end of the game, not not great clock management from Buffalo. Uh, but the Dolphins, you know, they didn't allow any deep passes. They didn't allow any big plays. They just kept everything underneath. And the Bills got a lot of uh, dirt down conversions, a lot of fourth down conversions. Uh, Josh Allen had a great game, 400 yards passing. Didn't but couldn't get the touchdown. Dolphins defense did have one turnover. Tua, you know, only had 19 minutes of offense. Maybe he had a concussion, uh, but the Dolphins are saying it's his back, so that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. And uh, they were beat up. The Dolphins came out of that game a little beat up, a little beat up. When you play a tough game against the Buffalo Bills, you're going to get beat up. I mean, the, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to go like 15-2, and 16-1, and, uh, and I mean, 14-3. I, 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 the Bills are not going to lose a lot of games. Yeah, well, uh, so I'm glad you prefaced it the way I saw your tweet that you you said you said the, the nobody was going to beat the Bills, and then you and then you said your 
your prediction, your prediction for the Bills, who no one is going to beat, was fourteen and two. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, when I say nobody's going to beat the Bills, I mainly mean nobody's going to beat them. They're going to go to Super. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Gotcha. So even though the even though the Dolphins just beat the Bills, you do not have any faith in the Dolphins. It's not that I don't have faith in the Dolphins. I think that this it was a fluke. They they would they would lose that game ninety nine times out of a hundred. No, I wouldn't say ninety nine times out of a hundred. Seventy five. No. Seventy. Maybe seventy. But sixty nine for sure. But um, the, the 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 Bills or Dolphins are two different stages. The Bills are at the doorstep. The Dolphins need to climb the stairs a little bit. Gotcha. All right. Well, and and, and I don't get me wrong. I think the Dolphins are a fine team. I think they I think they could win eleven games. I just don't really feel good about this week. Gotcha. All right. Well, it's, it's, the Jaguars had a great it's game. It's not like it's not like it's not like the Mets are going to just. It's not like with the Mets where everything's going to hell, and the offseason everyone's going to leave. Yeah, tied tied for first place with you know like what five six games left. That sounds yeah, well, like that sounds like hell to me. I tell you what, I would hate to be in that position. If only the, uh, if only if only the Braves could have four the Jaguars. The Jaguars had a great game. I like what what I like most about it. They were up thirty one ten, and they were still throwing the ball. You know, we could have easily just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball to end the clock, but. They were still out there, you know, practicing plays. And so 38-10, it's a great win against Chargers. You know, people will say, you know, Herbert was injured, but he didn't look injured on a couple of those drives. He had, he had some great drives, Herbert did. And so, you know, he might have he might have had an, an injury he was dealing with, but I don't think it was a major impact on his performance. And, you know, the Jaguars are they're two and one. They're uh, their first place in the AFC South right now. I had him to win over seven and a half games. I had him to win first place. I had him to make the playoffs. I said in my blog, you know, they might only lose three or four games this year. And I'm I'm very confident. I'm I'm happy with where the Jaguars are. You know what I'm happy about? It's not even that the Jaguars, like I'm confident that the Jaguars are gonna go out there and win every game. It's that I'm just I'm happy that they have a chance to win the games. For I, so, I agree. for so long, the Jaguars have not had a chance. It was just a known given fact that they were going to go out and lose. Um, and so I'm just, I'm happy that the Jaguars, I have chance, have a chance to win games. And I loved, I loved what Peterson said after the, or after the game, he said, listen, that was a great team, but we're a great, we're a great team too. And uh, so I'm, I'm happy with where the Jaguars are. I'm, I'm excited for the future. i tell you one thing I see about the Jaguars this year. They actually look like a professional football club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the hiring of Urban Meyer might be one of the worst decisions in NFL history. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely up there. And that, you know, but hey, that that's and, what I, uh, when they hired him, I said that. And Steve Spurrier, uh, Lou Holtz, Nick Saban, Bobby Petrino, all those professional, all those college coaches that failed in the NFL, nobody had a more epic fail than Urban Meyer. 
Well, of course. I mean, he didn't last a full season. He only won two games. One of those was against the Bills. And he got he stayed back in Cincinnati. He was found, you know, having an extramarital, you know, dance in Ohio. And then he was fired for kicking the kicker. I don't I mean that's you know that's a yeah, that's a Jacksonville, Florida thing. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Nick Nick Saban had that uh, destroyed the Dolphins. It, 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 it's taken 15 years to even come close to recovering from it when he's done. Um, Bobby Petrino, I mean, that was bizarre. His his ender. Lou Holtz. I don't even know if you even knew he coached in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He coached with the New York Jets for one season. The Jets won three games. He tried to have his the first day he was in training camp. He tried to have the Jets sing a fight song that he wrote for the team. Mm-hmm. He made the he made Joe Namath leave the Jets. Now he was Joe Namath was done. He was finished. But Joe Namath finished his career at the Rams. He didn't play his full career with the Jets, and a major reason why is because of the experience of Lou Holtz. But still, so he, he, chased, he chased Joe Namath out of out of New York. Yeah, <laughs> but still not as bad as Urban Meyer. No, Urban Meyer takes the cake. Speaking of Urban Meyer, who is a, a three-time national champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of him, so we'll get. We'll, let's get to our picks. College. Let's. Um, I'll, I'll let you start, Frank. What are your What are your college picks for this week? I think let's and let's go ahead and state uh, we're we're tied after four weeks, which I don't think it's I don't think it's surprising that we're tied. However, it is surprising we're twenty one thirteen and one. I would that say that's a, record. Record. that's a pretty good record. So we're both twenty one thirteen and one. Yes. Uh, let's uh, let's see where we are after this weekend. Go ahead with your college football picks. I'm going to go to the uh, the barstool uh, the barstool office bowl. The, uh, the, the college football show bowl. It's a showdown between uh, uh, between Casey and Brandon. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go with Brandon. I think Mississippi State, they're a four-point favorite against Texas A&M. Texas A&M has looked flat at times. I mean, they, 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 they lost to a Sunbelt team. They barely beat Miami. They... Arkansas, they kind of uh, kind of got a little bit fortunate in that one. Games in uh, Mississippi State. I think Mississippi State uh, gets the win. I think Mississippi State minus four against Texas A&M. Okay. Uh, right. The next one I'm going to go to. Uh, I forgot who. I forgot. Oh, okay. Here it is. Clemson. You know, they. I picked against them last week, and I was lucky to win. Uh, they got the, the overtime win. They didn't get the two-point conversion in overtime. This week, I'm actually picking Clemson. Okay. I'm going to go Clemson minus six and a half against uh, NC State. And okay, this next one is Baylor has looked impressive so far. They've looked strong. Uh, this is a ma- the matchup of uh, two ranked teams. Uh, they're a home team. I think it's going to be a very good close game. But I think Baylor is going to win minus two against Oklahoma State. Now, here's the one that's going to be interesting. 
Iowa, Michigan. Iowa has no offense, but they got a defense that is outstanding. Their defense is carrying the team. They lost to Iowa State, but they 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 basically shut out uh, Nevada. They the, the Nick Rutgers got like still one late touchdown against them. They scored two defensive touchdowns against Rutgers. De- they, they've scored, I think they've scored almost as many points on defense than they've scored on offense through some of their games. They had a, that the game where they had two safeties and won seven to three in week one. They're an eleven point dog at home against Michigan. I don't think they're gonna win. But I think their defense is too strong to lose by 11 points. I think that's going to be a game where they win 17, 17 to 7, something like that. It's, it's, not, it's not going to be a, like it's, it's, I'm going to be biting my nails that uh, it's not going to be an upset. But I don't think Michigan, I don't think, I don't think Iowa is going to lose by 11. So I'm taking Iowa plus 11. All right. And the over under I'm taking is Alabama and Arkansas. I'm going to go over 61. Alabama, Arkansas, over 61. All right. You know what? I did not take an over, so I'm not taking an over this week. I just noticed that. Uh, but I'm comfortable with all my picks, though. Oh, you took Taylor. all uh, – uh, I thought you were doing one over-under every week. Okay, how about this? If we'll do one over, then I'll, I'll go ahead and start this while I'm looking up an over-under that I like. Um, I'll start with – let me just go ahead and get out of the way. Michigan at Iowa. And by the way, let me, say for the record, let me say for the record that Notre Dame is not playing this week. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I assume that much. Uh, Michigan at Iowa. I was a little nervous when you when you started taking the pick because I'm like, oh, man, he's going to take the pick. And, I, you know, I only picked five games. I, you know, I want to make sure uh, we're not taking the same pick. And then you made the ridiculous decision. To take Iowa plus 11, I don't care that they're at home. Michigan has not looked great. They haven't looked like the powerhouse that they have been. But the idea of Michigan not beating Iowa by at least 11 points is silly to me. So I'm going to take Michigan minus 11. And what I like about that game is that that guarantee – guarantees but it puts it in more favorable that we will not be tied it's so i'm i'm happy about that pick and while i'm looking up here the uh, let's see if i can find an over under that i like um but next uh, i'm gonna take i took them last week and it worked out texas tech plus eight and a half over kansas state going against kelly and vegas there but i gotta ride with texas tech texas uh, tech's an eight and a half dog to kansas state yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. So um let's see here. I've got I'll go ahead with my Florida State pick. Florida State minus seven over Wake Forest. Uh Wake Forest looked good last week against Clemson. Um I tell you what, Wake Forest is a good team, but FSU is a good team too. And I'm confident that FSU will cover seven. Uh let's see here. Looking for just a low one. I tell you what, let's go ahead. We'll do what I have three picks so far or four? Three. Three. All right. Let's do, you know what? I am comfortable taking this. It's another undefeated team. Kansas plus three over Iowa State. 
And then for an over-under, how about this? We will do Illinois-Wisconsin over 43-and-a-half. I like that. Some good picks. Interesting picks. Great picks. Great picks. 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 Good answer. Good answer. Great picks. You know, it's boring to play the talk. Yeah, no, it's well. I mean, you know, we're we're playing the spread, so it's you know, we're we're covering. But uh, yeah, so those are my college football picks. I'm 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 happy with my board there. I'm confident about it. Let's let's go to uh, let's go to NFL. What here's the, here's the funny thing, so Frank. What do you what do you think I missed? What do you think I hit on there? What do you disagree with my picks? Well, obviously, I agree. Disagree with Michigan. Yeah, obviously. Which I'm super excited about that. I don't love Florida State. Seven. I think they could maybe win the game by a field goal. Nah, they're gonna and, win. and I like Iowa State against Kansas. You do? Yes. They're un- Kansas undefeated. I don't know what you're saying. Kansas is undefeated, Frank. Mm, so was Rutgers last week. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a friend who uh, who went to Kansas. He's from Topeka, and uh, he's all about Kansas. So I'm I'm that is a respect bet for my friend Mike from Kansas. By the way, Rutgers is, I think, a 49-point dog this week. Against who? Uh, a, a university that is in Ohio. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be rough for them. Yeah. And it's, in, and it's in Columbus, too. Yeah. Oh, so you can bet it. Or no, you still not bet it. No, you still can't bet it. It's because it's Rutgers. That's ridiculous. It, it's All a, right. It's a dumb rule. It's a, it's a dumb, dumb rule. But that's, hey, listen, we're in Jersey. Uh, let's get to our NFL picks. Go ahead with your NFL picks, Frank. I, I already went over the reasons. I have to. I, I don't want to pick against the Dolphins. I've I've picked them to cover every game so far. They won every game so far. I had to take the Bengals minus four. I I just I just I just think I think I think I, I I'm being honest with myself. I, it's not that I think the Dolphins are a bad team. I think the Dolphins are a good team. I think they're a fine team. Well, you're going into Cincinnati. You've had to deal with a hurricane. You had to deal with a a, 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 a tough game. If, if this game was Sunday, I think the Dolphins win. It's Thursday night. And I just don't think the Dolphins have enough time to recover from Buffalo. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to Mary Mary Old England for my next pick. First London game of the season. And uh, at the end of the game, they might not be singing "God Save the King." They're going to be singing "God Save God Save the Vikings." The Saints, Jameis Winston, they're doing a disservice to him right now. His back, he is not right. He's had a lot of up and downs in his career, mainly downs. This is not good for Jameis Winston. He's got the the cracked vertebrae in his back. The cracked what? Vertebrae in his back. Okay, gotcha. And um, I don't, I don't think the Saints are a very good team right now. I think the Vikings minus three. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the Cowboys, their defense looks like one of the best defenses in the NFL. They, they were in the Giants' backfield every game. It was almost like, like Daniel Jones. Had like two seconds, like one, one second, and the Cowboys were on him. The Washington Commanders have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz couldn't hit the throw if you gave him two minutes to throw the ball. 
I'm taking Cowboys minus three. There's no way Carson Wentz does anything with that defense. I wouldn't be surprised if that game's a shutout. Here's one. Monday night, the Rams. The Rams are one in a – the Niners are favored to beat the Rams by one and a half. It's in San Francisco. But I watched the 49ers on Sunday. That offense was terrible. Jimmy G did the Dan Orlovsky shuffle. The Rams, they won the last two games, starting to hit their stride. I'm taking the Rams plus one and a half. All right. And my over-under, Giants and Bears. Oh, my. I think if you gave them 120 minutes, they couldn't reach 40 points. So I'm taking under 39. You love, you love the unders. You love the unders. Yes, I do. Uh, and and I thought about taking the under in Alabama, Arkansas, but then I had the bad memory of the uh, the explosion between uh, the Gators and the Volunteers. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take the over. You know, yeah, yeah the, the SEC games always seem to go over, so I'm taking the over. But I'm taking the Giants Bears under. Both both have both both teams stink. Both teams stink. They're both they have two quarterbacks who are just. Terrible. Daniel Jones, it's over. Four years, get out of here. Don't, don't ever sign a Duke quarterback again, the Giants. And then Justin Fields. I mean, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears are, are, are running a 1940 offense. I mean, it's it's brutal. The under under 39 seems like uh, almost it seems like it's easy. All right, there you go. So easy pick under for Chicago New York Giants, according to Frank. Easy, easy pick. All right, well, let's stick with that. Let's stick with Chicago. Uh, yeah, I watched the Giants play. I took the Giants uh, to win this past weekend. It, it did not work out for me. That was a horrible game. Um, so I'm taking Chicago plus three and a half over the New York Giants. My Jacksonville Jaguars pick. I like my team, Frank. I like the Jaguars. I like the team that I root for. I'm taking the Jaguars plus plus six and a half over the Eagles. Uh, let's do Chargers Texans over forty four. I'm confident about that pick. We'll do. Did you take the Bills Ravens? Uh, what was that? The uh, the over forty four for the uh, Chargers, for Chargers Texans. Texans. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, that's. I'm super confident in that one. That just seems like an easy, easy pick, as you would say. Chargers yeah. Texans. I don't, I don't know if the Texans can score a lot, but I, I think the Chargers will. Uh, they're not going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars' dominant defense this weekend, and I think Herbert's going to be fully capable of scoring on Will. So let's go Chargers-Texans over 44. Next, I'm going to take the Bills over the Ravens, minus three. I think, I think the Dolphins uh, got lucky with how the game ended. Oh yeah, I actually considered taking that pick. Consider taking it. So I'm taking Bills minus three over the Ravens, and then I said it in my blog. I know they they haven't had success finishing games, but I am confident. Lions minus four and a half over Seahawks. Solid picks. I don't. I, 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 I don't know. 
the funny thing is about the Bears giant the, the, the judging your picks I would take the Eagles because I've just been impressed by the Eagles I wouldn't mm-hmm. and obviously you're taking the Jaguars because you're a Jags fan well no I'm, I'm taking it no I just I happen to be a Jaguars fan this Jacksonville team looks great they look very good. They look. They are. Good. They have. They have like the number one defense in many. And the Jaguars' uh, well, offense—they've only the Jaguars' offensive line has only allowed two sacks on Trevor Lawrence this year. I, the I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't mind them. Uh, I certainly wouldn't mind them uh, taking away the last undefeated team. Not to, that is not the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. That would certainly uh, make me happy. Although you think the Bengals would be the Dolphins. I just got that. I just got that feeling. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. No, I, hope I, I'm hope, wrong. I hope there are. I hope there are no undefeated teams after this weekend. That's very possible. Will the, will the, will the Dolphins pop champagne if the Dolphins lose the game? Um, like if the Dolphins. Let's let's say the Dolphins win this week, but the Eagles lose. And next week, there's only one undefeated team left, and it's the Dolphins. Did the Dolphins still pop champagne? That's when those Dolphins lose? That hasn't happened since 1984, and the champagne popping didn't start until 1985. So gotcha. I really wouldn't know. Gotcha. All right. So what do you what do you think? You think they'll celebrate? The one pick that, that, that sticks out to me is the Bears-Giants. You might win that game because it's three and a half. That that game sounds like a that, this game is going to be a field goal fest, where I think the Giants are going to win twelve to nine. I don't like that. I don't you like win. Twelve to nine. Three and a half. Oh. I think whoever wins that game wins that game by a field goal. Is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Oh, you, you're saying the Dolphins win. I'm talking about the Giants Bears. Gotcha. I think that's a field goal game, no matter who wins that game. All right. Well, we'll see. Like I said, so uh, as of right now, we are both 21, 13, and 1. We had that push from college. Uh, I believe it was Tennessee Pittsburgh. We're going to keep that on the card. Uh, but that's our record as of right now. Let's uh, we'll see where you're watching the games this weekend. We'll see where I'm watching the games this weekend. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk afterwards. Yep. All right. So that's Barstool Units. Frank, please take us out. This is dedicated to uh, this is dedicated to the uh, Buffalo Bills. Here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. Here comes the sun, yeah, here comes the sun, it's all right, sun, 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 here it comes. I just love the Buffalo Bills complaining about the unfair advantage that the Dolphins have in the heat. Like, they don't have an unfair advantage in December when it's uh, colder than hoffed. See you next time. Click like and subscribe.